thanks to the Diamantina Podcast Network, this is more fired up. You are on More Fired Up on the Diamantina Podcast Network. I have with me Dennis Carnahan, Good Stephen morning. Ferris, yes. and piloting the ship Redfern Pat. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning to you. Uh, headline here, Maloney fired up for Origin Recall. Yes. Just opened that this morning. I know. Trademark, infringement. Exactly. Get the lawyers on it. But it could be more fired up. What am I here? Oh, there is his voice. I didn't mean to press his voice on. Thank you, James. <laughs> it's a somber morning uh, because... We're talking headlines there, Stephen, and uh, unfortunately, Rugby League is not on the front page of The Astonisher this morning. Mm. It's been kicked off the front page by Rugby Union. Why? No, it hasn't. It's been kicked off by someone who's been kicked out of Rugby Union. Well, that's true. It's, Tell me the story. I missed The Astonisher this morning. headline is yeah. his latest gay rant. Ah. <laughs> so, Rugby it? Union kicking is goals yeah, yeah, yet yeah, again. Yeah. Uh, he's got concerns about uh, not only homosexuality, but gender fluidity. Yeah. And uh, reach of audience. Yes. Yeah. Kids in primary school. And, and there's also, he's, he's struggling for relevance. Mm. Yes. I think that's the other one. They're desperately clawing at it. Unbelievable stuff. Hey, Chris, how was your weekend? Well, I had a, a replete weekend, Stephen. Yes. I was uh, calling professional wrestling. Of, as we do. The PWA Black Label All Eyes on Troy, where Jessica yeah. the Destroyer, or Jestroyer Troy, <laughs> defeated Shazza McKenzie for the PWA Shazza McKenzie. Belt. Yeah, and do you wear a bow tie? Uh, I wear a suit. Yes. I call it with my colleague Rose, who dresses like a drug dealer, so it's a bit of a shtick. Yeah, well, he's a, he's a bulldog man, isn't he? Yeah, he is a yeah. bulldog. He's a struggling bulldog man. Yeah. But he's, he is such a traitor that he was actually working the ones and twos for the Sydney Roosters yesterday out at the SCG mm-hmm. against his Bulldogs. So he's actually rallying the crowd against his own team. The word soul? N- has none. None. <laughs> Sold. And I went to my school reunion. Ah, First God. time ever I've been to a school reunion. What percentage did you recognise? So there were f- approximately 40 guys. Mm-hmm. And I walked in, I go, well, there are 20 guys here. I've got no idea and who they are. And they're way too old for to be here. Right. It turns out the class of 74 was a, the, it was a combined function. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'd say I batted about 75%. How was the food and the music? Uh, there was no music. Uh, the food was uh, typical function food, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. beef or salmon. And... Uh, Alternate. (laughs) And, you know, what you want to say, an affectionate stroll down memory lane, it's just simply, am I looking as bad as this guy? And, in fact, I feel better. And am I making more money than that guy? Well, that's right. (laughs) I found, I haven't haven't actually been to a school reunion. I've been to one, like a school anniversary thing. There's a few people from my year there. But I went to, I was was engaged to play at a friend's, like to to play guitar at a friend's school reunion. And um, he he was class of 80. He finished year 10, 84. Canberra, you have a reunion for year 10 because you go to college in 11 and 12, so you don't really know those people. But uh, I found it fascinating as a impartial and sober observer watching people come in and you could see the body language going, I'm going to show these guys. I've really made it big now. I'm not going to pander to them. Then once the alcohol kicks in, you can see the old, you know, the the glory days, the guys who were 16, captain of the football team who are now, um, you know, Garbos or whatever, they, they, they came back. And, and the, everyone was pandering and cowtowing. The established to pecking like order was re-established. From Talking about that, I was coming down that path. My father was in a year where the, the head brother, St. Pat's College, said, okay, uh, 
This is the 4th of the 4th, 44. I want you boys to always gather on the 5th of the 5th, 55, 666, Another way, they've got to be confusing at the uh, turn of the decade. Yes, the and north, they had the to north, sort of naughty north. Reconfigure it, and of course, the numbers were dropping at that point. But he then made me, or asked me if I would come and film it, and the bottom line is I think he wanted me to see the camaraderie that he came from. Uh, but in this particular one, every year they'd gone more up market, so they ended up at the, you know, the Sofitel, then it was the you know, Park Height, and you know, blah de blah Of course, it was out of keeping with the working class boys. So they took it right back to the school and they all met in their same seats in that same year, in that same room. Wow. And they all turned back into schoolboys again. Wow. With the teacher <laughs> at the front. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, my, uh, one of my mates who was there, Steve, said it would have been so much better if there were girls in our class. <laughs> That's all you need to say. <laughs> that would have lifted the quality of the reunion. I want to take you back. What, what was your, you said your weekend was replete mm. and you finished the sentence there. Mm. Replete, you need to replete with something. With something, yeah. You can't, Correct. It can't be. So yeah. it was replete. It was just replete. It was a full card. It was a full dance card. <laughs> so, the, so I mean, it was complete. Yeah. Well, replete. Okay. Yeah, replete yeah. and then complete. Yeah. yeah. Objects. It's it's short an object. It's objects. So how was your weekend, Dennis? <laughs> my weekend. My weekend was. Uh, what did I? Oh, I don't know. It was so long ago. Yeah, yeah. It was. What did we have? A bit of disco. Did yes. A bit of disco. Actually, it was a great night Saturday night. Dance floor was packed. When you say disco, what do you mean a bit of? Did you play some disco? Yes. Yeah. In, in the, the confetti disco party band. Right, okay. Seven piece live disco. Biggest tune of the night. Harmony. Fantastic. Yes. Biggest, actually, yes. the biggest tune of the night would have been Staying Alive. It went off yeah, yeah. like yeah. never before. People were strutting. Barry Gibb. People were Barry Gibb for Vivid, I say. <laughs> Well, you work at Vivid, don't you? <laughs> Headline of the Opera House, what do you reckon? <laughs> I can put a wig on. You know. Well, I happened to be at a, um, a bar last night. Well, last night? No, not before. Hotel Hollywood. And mm-hmm. the DJ, um, an appalling technician, but incredibly <laughs> stupid selection of the greatest queer hits you've ever heard in your life, all ran one after the other. Right. It just got bigger and better. And, of course, they're all really dodgy remixes. You yeah. know, when the, you know, the gay community had the dodgy remixes. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Sweetened up and yeah. fast. a bit faster and a bit yeah. like more high energy, you know, mm. so <laughs> jump got even faster, you know, by the point of systems. But, man, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then Carlotta, of course, took us home. How? In, in what way did she take you home? Well, she's rude, crude, and vulgar. <laughs> yes. She, oh, she doesn't give a shit about like, anybody. Uh, and I was just thinking about this plot. She's most famously, you know, um, a... a Fellow who became a woman and the first, you know, transgender, transsexual, whatever. Lay girls. Lay girls. And, and now gives it to younger gay men like like they're just pieces of fluff, you know what I mean? Right. Because that's her persona now, you right. know what I mean? So she's the established order. In fact, yeah. she's the Gladys Berejiklian of the drag queen community. Is that a lot saying? more humour, I can tell you. <laughs> 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 you know, she was saying, ah, the taxi club, and another drag queen got up. She says, gee, we never paid for a taxi driver. Well, no, we never, we, we got paid though, you know, in certain, <laughs> on they went, you know, gag after gag, you know. <laughs> Those are the days. And Vivid's done now. Vivid is wrapped and done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I have to say, I'm uh, uh, a mighty success. Terrific. Yeah. So, what are you going to do now? Uh, some like, time. what excuses do you now have I to not go to things? I <laughs> might go to the State of Origin this Sunday. Of course, you will. <laughs> well, yeah. speaking of State of Origin Rugby League, we are a show that uh, forensically dissects and examines the entrails of each round of the NRL, but it's always supervened by the beast that is origin that is heading west. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit like the American settlers going for gold towards California when it takes on... Ah, I can play the Pet Shop Boys. Yes. 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 Okie dokie. <laughs> well, and at the end of the game, if only there was a go east. Yes. Go home now. <laughs> go home, young man. <laughs> and they're going to play in the yeah. new gleaming dish liquor bowl that is Optus Stadium in Perth. Yes. Game two, New South South Wales versus Queensland. The teams were announced last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are arguing whether has New South Wales redefined the word panic by ringing seven yeah, changes, yeah. Dennis. Lost the plot, you think? 
<laughs> oh, they've gone absolutely. N- well, I think it's not. I don't think it's panic. I think it is the desperate scramble. Now that Kevy has said we're going to win, dun dun dun, he's gone right to the top. Oh, no, Queensland is now desperately chasing. Sorry, New South Wales now desperately saying we need to make sure we own the underdog. So you're status. predicting Queensland again. Yeah, yeah, but but, but well, no. I'm, what I'm predicting is te- is uh, Freddie has gone out and said we need to get the underdog. We need to be mm-hmm. the underdog. So let's rip out some let's of these players. Let's around a bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's mess it up. Out of, I yeah. suspect now they're going to go. What won it for Queensland for like ten out of eleven years was the pre-origin. Oh no, we've had a flu scare. Oh, there's been the food poisoning. Oh, there's some syndesmosis going through the team. And I think there's going to be some of that. Freddie's right. going to play ducks and drakes. There'll yeah. be there'll be a lot. Because we of don't confusion. know whether he's an absolute space cadet or a genius, do we? No, the, the jury's, jury's still out. The jury's out. And, of course, this idea that you were making the reference to my good mate Bradley Charles Stubbs, the coach whisperer. Yes. Freddie's des- hello, Bradley. Hello, Bradley. Yeah, hello, Todd, yeah. Bradley. You yes. Know. <laughs> and Freddie's desperately looking for an equivalent. And I'm on a WhatsApp with a bunch of Roosters yeah. fans. Again, it's part of my community service order. How many are there? Uh, there's about six or seven of them. That's, so the whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> All of them. That's right. And, and they're arguing that it's Gus is picking the team. And that he's the Freddie Whisperer. Right. What do you think about that? Yeah, that makes total sense. He has been a Freddie Whisperer historically. Yeah. There's been a lot of yeah. gas in his ears. Now, there's, there was some... Well, unfor- you got to look for a, a remote control that was implanted back in the Penrith days, correct? Yeah, that's and there's right. Gus going... <laughs> it was the prototype, which yeah. was obviously perfected yeah. by Bellamy. That's right, yeah. He gets knocked out occasionally and he wakes up and goes, what happened? Oh, I'm a bit sore on the back. I mean, yes. Freddie played for the Pandas in the early 90s. I mean, the computer chip technology then would be... It was developing. Rudimentary, yeah, to say the yes, least. Rudimentary, you're right. 16-bit. <laughs> now, there's, there's been some... Genuine controversy about the circumstances of selection. Uh, first of all, uh, Luttrell and Angus Crichton were informed on the field yeah. after they'd beaten the Bulldogs at the SCG that they'd been cut from the team. And this- did you notice the trainer ran on and took his shoelaces away? Oh, is that- <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah. Caught out of his deck, shoe and shoelaces gone. Is that why his shoe came off? Yes, exactly. <laughs> And, and, you know, Robbo's, def- Robbo's defended everybody in this, Coach Robinson. He sort of defended Freddie, said Freddie should do what he's like. Uh, but he's also talked about the popularity of players and uh, inferred that um, four out of five Chooks fans, their favourite rooster is Luttrell. This is a popular vote, TV ratings sort of thing, isn't it? Sort of thing. And he he goes on to suggest that five out of ten non-Chooks fans, their favourite rooster is Luttrell. Now, first of all... Robbo's deluded. Always has been. Would would any non-rooster fans have any favourite roosters? No, well, I guess there's, you'd probably just turn the scale upside down. There's least favourite. I'd, I'd be yes. more comfortable yes, voting exactly. my least favourite. Do you have a favourite? Yeah, absolutely. Tupanua. That, that that big kid who came on yesterday and scored a try in the first 15 seconds because he's With got the Russell Fenwick's hair. With the first touch, Albert, yeah, Albert, yeah. You know, dark rather than blonde. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, a bit of tape, which is something, mm-hmm. Dennis, I know you love. A bit of love. head tape, yeah, love that. And he's rangy. Yeah. I always, I always like, yeah. I go all the way back to Phil Mann for Parramatta in the early 80s. who was yeah. someone my height playing yeah, rugby yeah. league. yeah. Yeah, but most people... Ted Mullen. Yeah. Oh, look, Tedesco. Tedesco? Yeah. yeah, he'd be the only one I'd put in that category. Dennis? I, I, don't, I, I don't have them. I, yeah. I guess... You know, I, I do love Latrell's face. And I do love... Yeah. Uh, Latrell did... Uh, he did grow on me a bit where there was a, a kick put. There was a couple, couple of weeks ago. And I think Boyd Corden went through to put it down. And Latrell was running a line where he would have put it down. But if he kept going, he was going to run into Boyd Cordner. So he actually dived over the top. Swan dived over the top of Boyd Cordner. Landed on his chest and slid through the mud with his, with his yeah. arms back. Dylan Napa style. Dylan Napa style. And he's got this look. At, he's turned his face so he didn't get a face full of dirt. <laughs> and he has this the goofiest Green, look on his yeah, face yeah. as he's sliding through. Right of it. Uh, it was. It was, it was Freddie has a duty of care up. to the player's health. I mean, someone like Luttrell, who's obviously in trouble, has been a little bit wayward. Is, is there some sort of responsibility that Freddie has to now take on board? 
meaning that the toughest decision he's ever made in his life. Yes, but he'd argue it's a two-way street, Steve, and then there's sort of an inference that maybe Luttrell's attitude that he brought to Suncor was not Meaning he wasn't following point. up for a potential try? That, something like that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Freddie, of course, you know, realising he'd been under siege, was looking to try and put a bit of a humour into the discussion last night. So when referring to the selection of James Maloney, a.k.a. the boot burglar, yes. uh, to counter Ben Hunt's boot burglary, yes. he said, look, I rang Braith and Astor... And he ruled himself out, so James was my last choice. <laughs> now, if we're worried about people's health, how is Cody Walker feeling about that? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yesterday's man, no doubt about it. But that's isn't that but the the world is back on its axis. We we mentioned the boot, uh, you know, left and right. It's Who's balanced. Gonna, it's balanced now. Yeah, yeah. We're all happy. We're all good. So we've gone from state against state, mate against mate, to the battle of the boot burglars. Yes, correct. Yes. And we've ruled out any pro nation or super nation in relation to the footwear of the players. They're now equally balanced because of the return of Maloney. Absolutely. Uh, headlines is part of Origin, and my pick of the headlines this morning was your boy Tarek Sims has been uh, selected yeah. on the bench, yeah. and the headline reads, Sims chasing pure Origin ecstasy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and is, is there some sort of dealer that can outrun him all the way across the Nullarbor? <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, it's, it's a long race. <laughs> it's Western Australia, and I'm, yeah. not, I'm not familiar with the drug situation They'd in Western Australia. probably from, what, South Africa <laughs> or, or Mauritius or somewhere? You know, I don't know. Madagascar? In Madagascar, yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure back in the 90s there was rivers of white gold over there. <laughs> that's right. Uh, what, what are you, you're off to Perth. What are your experiences of Perth? Uh, Bondi. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. You and Alan? Yeah, me and Alan. Yeah, we've crossed paths over the years. Is that right? Yeah, that's you've, right. Yeah. You've worked the Bond functions yeah, I have indeed. Yeah. Does, he, does he remember you? Hey. Well, I, hope, now. I hope when he's, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. he's, he's still going, like Paul he, Barry. Yeah, he's watching me going, come on, mate, come on, come over. To, yes, I don't know about that. Well, that, was, that is one of my favourite media moments is when Bond was uh, on trial yeah. and he was certainly running the fact that he couldn't recall couldn't, or couldn't remember, remember anything. anything. Yeah. And Paul Barry walks up to him outside the trial and goes, Mr. Bond, Paul Barry. And hands him his card. <laughs> and Bond looks at the card and puts it on the, the ground, ground and stamps on it. Yeah. And Barry goes, so you do remember me. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, Alan. <laughs> have you spent time in Perth, Dennis? Yes, I have. I went over there. Oh, this is many years ago. I, I, um, I had a horse riding accident in Perth, actually, where I, I fractured <laughs> ah, six vertebrae. It was, oh, uh, was, was, was uh, really? I think it would have been 14. And the doctor was like, yeah, you're very lucky. Wow. You're going to walk. Uh, any repercussions now? Um, in wet weather? No, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, when there's a full moon, <laughs> aurora borealis. Yeah, you got hair growing that, out of your vertebrae. Of no, <laughs> was it, were you trying to ride a Brumby or something like that? No, I was riding this docile Dobbin. This it was due for the glue factory, and it, uh, it it followed the other horses. And I could see it was a bit big, mm. and we were going under this branch, and all the other horses made it under. And I was thinking, this horse is really big. Yeah, right. I'm going to have to duck down. So I ducked down. To, the head. I was trying to pull the uh, the horse around. It's like, no, I'm following the path, champ. Yeah. And uh, I arched my back. I was kind of half off the horse, and the branch and the horse kind of squished me up and uh, yeah fractured six vertebrae and painful uh, um <laughs> what, what i recall was anyway. that was about, <laughs> that was about story. can i it's relevant to this point this week yes yes okay uh who is the first person at the front of the boat that crosses crosses the line so to speak what's, what's the roll called uh skullman i don't know oh uh, you're talking about in rowing in yeah, america's rowing. cup in America's Cup. Yeah, you know. No, I, I, I was sort of... Bowsprit? How's that? Pa- you know, Bowsprit. Pa- Bowsprit was the guy, Damien, who was at the front of the boat when America's Cup won. Right. Right. You know, one of the many on the boat, you know. And he had a 40th birthday party, and I was over at Perth DJing, right? Loved to be. Just loved to be, you know. And, of course, he said... Swan Lager? Do you mind playing Minutes when it works down under? No, yeah. of course not. Very appropriate. Very appropriate. By about the, I don't know... Midnight, 17th time. Fifth version. <laughs> fifth time. I'm going, really? Really? Seriously? You're going to play for me. I played it. You know, I think five times I said, no, that's it, no more. 
next day. We've got a special the – the Maritime Museum is opening up. They're going to show the Australia 2 uh, hung up for the first time. We had to stop the car a number of times whilst he released his uh, content of stomach. And I told him, I said, really, do we have to play it five times? He said, I don't, I don't remember. Thank you <laughs> very, thanks very much. He's you know. caught it off, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, mate Hayden James, who we've talked about, uh, involved in Vivid this year, uh, he was at uh, a wedding of, uh, I think it was George Paponis's daughter. Oh, yes. And he got a bit in the ooze and he had to play at the Ivy. And I picked him up and I had to lend him my headphones. And he was to get him back. He he was ouzo infected. Let's let's put it that way. Very unwell before the gig. Yeah. Had uh, a schooner there which he barely touched. Of ouzo. Of, of no of, oh, okay. of beer. A chaser. Yep. So he's he's gone on stage drunk. He's played immaculately. <laughs> he's two hours later. He's come off and he's even drunker. Yet he hasn't consumed any alcohol because of the sort of slow release of the ouzo. Ooh. And as I said, it was an immaculate set except for the fact that he played. Daft Punk's Get Lucky Three Times in <laughs> just, just on horse riding, Dennis, of course, origin and horse riding accidents, oh, such yeah. a proud history. Everyone remembers uh, Junior Pierce's bonding exercise, which led to Robbie Kearns falling off the yeah. horse. I didn't know remembers, remembers Bradley, Bradley Clyde. Clyde. And no. Bradley Clyde actually did the collarbone. I remember. Canberra fans remember. And it still hurts us. Uh, do, do we, you know, go into the weeds of tipping? Do we have any sense of who's going to win on next Sunday? Next Sunday. Oh, I think the Blues are going to do it. Great. By eight. Blues by eight. Dennis? No, I, th- I think it's done, done, done. It, well, you know, I, I, I can simply just relay yeah. the words of Bradley, which is uh, the whisperer. Queensland three, New South Wales nil. Right. Did he say nil or zip? Uh, <laughs> so we've taken note of this, have we? Queensland, Queensland, New South Wales. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Dennis, a song. A song. Yeah, well, look, this week has been very emotional for me and, and for a lot of people. In fact, this year, this the last few seasons has been a blight on rugby league, something terrible, something horrible, something just even worse. And I'm not talking about Cam Smith this time. And um, OAM. I'm not talking about OAM Smith. OAM Smith. OAM is it? It's OAM. O-A-M. Yeah. And so I've written a little song. Uh, I borrowed it well, from the BGS, although they didn't originally perform it. And during the week, you know, of course, we beat the Sharks. Love beating the Sharks, but Wade Graham stomped on on, on my boy Nick Cotrick's ankle. And Unintentionally, I would argue. Wayne Graham. No. Okay, intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see if I can uh, see if I can actually get through this. Your foot rolled over and spun, and something went wrong inside. Oh, you're on the ground and clinging to your ankle on the rise. Just like Daily Cherry Evans and Dylan Harper, Aiden Guerra, Kieran Four and Two. I cried me a river over Tarpanay's ankle. The tibia and fibula were forced apart. The words that broke my heart injured cinders, moses, and ankle sprain high up. Damaging ligaments between the two bones It's weeks till he'll come back More if he needs surgery His anterior tibiofibular ligament And all his posterior tibiofibular ligament Is gone, gone, gone Goodbye Injured Cinder's Moses. 
Not taking me higher. <sighs> that's very beautiful. You that's know, very beautiful, yes. Uh, that's, Sorry, of course, boys. referring to poor old Nick Cottry, who's out and replaced by, I don't know, Jack Whiten or... Um, Tom Trevojevic, it's hard to tell, isn't it? Well, he's, he's out and replaced, and he would have been. He would have been in the centres. He was going to play in the centres, replacing... Uh, who's he replacing? Replacing Josh the Trell. And syndesmosis is now such a thing as uh, Apicorosau went off yesterday in the, your game, Stephen, mm. uh, your defeat to the Manly Seagulls. Mm. And the report comes back, first of all, not what the ankle injury is. The report always comes back first... It's not syndesmosis. Ah. Right, then they go on to talk about... It's not syndesmosis. <laughs> <laughs> Taking me high. So it's, it, that's quite the... That's like the plague at the moment. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just well, a worldwide concern. Two, two things are blights on rugby league at the moment. One is syndesmosis, and the other, of course, is the crusher tackle. Ah. You've got Mitch Barnett yeah. from yeah. the Newcastle Knights, Andrew Fafita. By the way, what, what were those Cronulla jerseys? What were they... I couldn't actually make them out. It had... Oh, that was a Kokoda thing, I think. Yeah, was I it? Think there was yeah, some, it looks some, some sort of military this, motif. This is it Kokoda week, is it? Well, we you must have it. missed that one. Well, every other <laughs> team missed it. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A... Have you done the trail? No. No, me neither. No, no. 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 no, Pat, no. you done the trail? No. 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 Maybe Fire Up should do the trail. <laughs> God, with my legs. <laughs> um, that, let's put that in the um, potential yes, to go just... into the bucket list. Yes. Uh, it'd be typical Granola appropriating the Kokoda on their own, wouldn't it? Not John Bateman, though, for some reason. He somehow avoided being charged for his... Um, yeah, well, it's not his go. <laughs> not his go. Yeah. Um, we're all opposed to the crusher tackle, are we? Or is it just an unfortunate byproduct well, of... It looks bad often, and I wonder whether it's deliberate half the time. Because, yes. you know, you, you, someone well, gets caught going down and they wrap their head pushed down and blah, blah, blah. Sometimes it is, but this yeah. one was clearly... it was uh, Who was it? I think it was Braith and Asta. Braith, who's obviously Braith's an expert back. in all things. He was commentating. Oh. And he said, that was deliberate. That was deliberate. That was deliberate. That was deliberate. Oh, oh, yeah. That was Barnett deliberate. you're talking about? No, the, uh, the Fafita the one. The Fafita one. Mm-hmm. Which one? It was a flop as well. It was a flop and a crusher. It was a, yeah. it was and it was Fafita. Straight up Fafita. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, and you beat Cronulla. Not personally, but yes, the Raiders did. Yes, it was glorious. Yes, yes. I actually tipped them to win uh, 10, uh, 12 10, but I thought they 22 10. The game sort of set a tone that there was going to be an upset weekend all along. It uh, no, I didn't see that at all because they were, in fact, the favourites. And I didn't say, you know, they are, of course, they were at the time they were fourth and yeah. the Sharks were eighth or yeah, seventh. Yeah. And they're only. Yeah. Okay, I'll put it another way. My preferences, you know, what I would like to see. You'd is, rather yeah, see the Sharks the... beat the Raiders? No, no that's what I'm saying. The, my preferences <laughs> oh, got up, except yep. for my team. Right. <laughs> it did, it, a good weekend, but not a great weekend. No. It, did start, it did set a precedent of teams getting out to a 18 to 20 point lead and, and the other team coming chased, back, yeah. Yeah. aka Sharks. Uh, the, the Tigers, so, they, they did that. The, and um, the uh, Warriors were up by 10 early and uh, didn't get run down in the end. And yeah, so there's a few of those. Your your game all about croaker mania. Like I think croakers. Croaker mania. Yeah, Jason. Because uh, it was monkey mania this weekend too, wasn't it? Was it monkey mania? Yeah, because the, yeah, they're coming back. They're coming here no, with two here. original. Mo- yeah, oh, he's, he's yeah, here at yeah. the moment. Mickey and uh, Dave. Um, uh, Michael Nesmith. Michael Nesmith are here. Yeah. 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 Uh, my partner Mary Jane is heading along. Is that right? I saw them last time with Peter Talk and Mickey Dolans, and right. Peter Talk we've sadly lost since then. Because Mike was the difficult one. Yes. Didn't want to travel, but now he does. Now he he does. likes to eat fine food and wine, and, and he loves the dope, because they can in California. Right. And, and he's and, run out of superannuation, so he has to come out. <laughs> and, and, I mean, the monkeys is a whole episode, let's be honest. It is. Yeah, but... Um, you grew up with the monkeys. Yeah. I love the monkeys. Yeah. Favourite monkey song? Oh, gosh. Uh, last Train to Clarksville? Yeah, I was going to say that. I was going to go Last yeah. Train. No, Dave, love, no, looks, no one yeah. said I'm a believer. So Cuddly toy. Yeah. Ooh, boy. I mean, I love the show. I love the movie. Head. Love the car. Yeah, yeah. Costumes. And of course, the sort of the, the the thing where you're a manufactured pop group, where in fact a number of you actually have musical talent. Yeah. And Mike Nesmith probably had the strongest post monkey mm. career. Mm. And 
I think Rio is a much forgotten number one song in this country. Because everyone remembers I Go to Rio, Peter Allen, but they yep. f- forget yeah. the Nesma song. I went to the launch or the premiere of Head. Yes, what a, you went to the premiere. I, my, I won a competition through a what magazine. Were you six? I know, my dad took me. <laughs> and I remember looking at these bell bottoms and, and high heel shoes going, that's not me. You know? And Molly Mildred presented the, the film. And I was sitting there scratching my head thinking, why did I drag my father to this? <laughs> I, I, I ended up seeing Have you, <laughs> you seen, seen it, it, Dennis? No, I Man, haven't. it's unwatchable. So Nich- Nich- Nicholson directed it. Yeah. Frank Zappa it does a off cameo. The friggin' planet. Yeah. There's, there's a. There's there's a scene where a Coke machine gets bombed, but the, yeah. the movie opens with the four monkeys committing suicide. Yeah. Jumping off it the bridge. It was a bit of a switch. Yeah. A and cold? the idea was that we're going to now put ourselves to bed. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's wow. a psychedelic freak out. I don't man. think anybody expected it. And my study didn't yeah. as a very brave very well, young boy. Yeah, better than Hard Day's <laughs> Night, right? Yeah. It wasn't glossy and poppy. <laughs> <laughs> How do we get there? Well, we're talking about Croker Mania. <laughs> yes, Croker Mania. So you've got Jared Croker, yeah. Toots. Yep. And Jason Croker. Toots. Right. So the. the it, so Jason, Jared Croker, joined... Jason Croker was called Toots by his mum, and so because he was that's just like his his baby name, oh. and it kind of adopted it. And then when Jared Croker came oh, along, nice. no relation, nice. they just it, it followed on. Yeah. So Jared is now the second most capped Raider. Is that equal with Laurie Daly? It's, no, it's behind. He's he's got a few to catch up on Laurie still. Is it, Laurie, yeah. despite those knees, Laurie uh, played a lot of games. And he's but he's joined Laurie as equal highest try scorer. He's joined Toots. As equal try scorer, right. the other Toots. Right. So the other Toots was the highest. Right. Okay. Gotcha. The so other Croker. Number one is Croker. Number two is Croker. Well, they're even. Wow. The other thing is, there's been this myth that the Sydney media ignores the Raiders. Like, no, 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 there hasn't been a myth. Yeah, yeah, like, if you went and watched the Sunday footy, Sunday footy show yesterday, it was every, all about all about the Raiders. The Viking clap, Freddie yeah. Finner down there, Croker, the Jeremy Mullen, how, the, how the whole city get behind. Everybody yeah. has a part. But to this play. is the same thing. It's because this, the Sydney media doesn't get on the Raiders because they're never on Channel Nine. So seven five thirty Saturday afternoon is yeah. the home of the Raiders because they're put on the dud, the dead zone in Fox Sports because yeah. people in Sydney don't like them. And Fox Sports and Channel Nine are in Sydney. But Channel, so they don't care. Channel Nine with the recipients have a very bad draw this week, weren't they? They were, and they can't help themselves if they like. I used to love it. Rabbits Warren. He hates getting players' names wrong. Absolutely hates it. It just about kills him. He'd be forced to commentate one Raiders game a year, and he'd get him all wrong wrong. because he'd never seen them because they don't watch them on TV. Because at five thirty Saturday afternoon, he's having a blue liar. So he's (laughs) but hasn't he got a stature in June? And can we say he has? He's not far from Canberra. Yeah, you'd think he's the home of Laurie Daly, the home of Potter on down with the missus, Jimmy Sowart, from June, the Diesels. But also every. Every commentator this year, every single game has at on once. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Has at one point <laughs> identified Bailey. Take your headphones off. Off you go. Has, I'll, I'll take it from here, boys. Has at one point identified Bailey Simonson as Nick Chotrich. Yeah. Every single commentator does it. Wow, you're looking for detail. Oh, so it kills it me. Hurt. Kills pain. me. <laughs> when they do the player poll on NRL 360 and they nominate three players who have played the best that round, and you can vote while the show is on. Mm-hmm. If a Canberra player is nominated, it always wins. He always wins. Oh, really? Because the Canberra disenfranchised are there clicking away like mad <laughs> any time. It's can. because Canberra fans, have, we have no choice but to have Fox Sports because we're never on Channel 9. Because the Broncos, yeah, yeah, Roosters yeah. and Dragons are on Channel 9. Freddie Fittler was spotted batted, batted in, the, younger brother syndrome. in the middle of the pre-game Viking Clapping. clap. He was trying to count, wasn't he? Yeah. One, two, three. Go. Yeah, he was struggling. Go. But maybe that's what, isn't it? If you venereal disease can send you mad, is that what's happened to what? him? Well, particularly he's the, clap. the clap, and now he's, picked, <laughs> he's he's just gone mad with the Origin selections. Oh my god! Um, can you pick a song that relates to celebrities? I mean, if you looked at Freddie Fitler, what would you say is his song? Can, does that occur to you as a writer? 
Oh, it does, but I don't look at Freddie Fittler a lot because I'm a Raiders fan. I have to watch Fox Sports, so I don't see a lot of Freddie Fittler. Yeah, okay. so, um, well, is, is, is he West Coast sort of, you know, soft rock or is he You always refer to him as a space cowboy, so I go yeah. straight to Steve Miliband. Steve Miliband, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be it. <laughs> Gold Coast and Warriors, uh, two teams that uh, drive tipsters like myself mad. Mad. Adam Blair celebrated his 300th game by putting the sin bin for a late hit with 45 seconds to go whilst defending his team's and, and line. Why is it there's no rollover with the sin bin? If you're going to go for 10, why is it you don't get you know, the last seven the next game? What disturbs me about this, Stephen, is my colleague Andrew Rose asked this same question. I mean, that's a dawn on me on the weekend. It's not like the judiciary. It's not carryover points. It's a real-time clock. Yeah. It's not a ah, game clock situation. Uh, well, that could be argued against, but yes. Well, yeah. in cricket, with a hat trick, yeah. Yeah. is you can take... Uh, if you take the last two wickets of an innings as a bowler mm. and you come on and the first time that you bowl next is Six wicket, years later. Which doesn't mean to be the first ball of the next innings, yeah. but your next ball, it, that actually counts as a hat Yeah, trick. yeah, yeah. But within the game. It, it can only be within the, the game. game. Right, okay. Right. Okay. So it's the same thing. It's very difficult to think that it's a hard concept a to get my head A time penalty right. in one game could carry over to another game. Right. So, right. so you could, maybe it should carry over to the... Um, the next time those two teams play. So next time the Titans and the Warriors play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That'd right. Be that would be fair, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But then what happens if you pick them on the bench? Well, then when, when you do the first interchange, <laughs> yeah. you've got to drop a player for seven minutes. <laughs> uh, tremendous news uh, from far north Queensland as the West Tigers tw- you know, had a victory over the uh, F&Q Cowboys. Just, just that West Tigers had a victory. Isn't, isn't that tremendous news? Come on. Yeah. That's the first Golden Point game we've won since 2012. And I hate the format. Mm. And this doesn't make me feel any better about it. Yeah. And Wayne it was a pretty shoddy finish, too. wasn't it? Hmm? A pretty shoddy finish, three, yeah. three attempts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Benji, bit, bit of trouble with the radar. Finally, it's like, lofted over. Yeah, and you don't want to think about, right, about Tigers players not quite kicking the field goal when they need it, do you? Because yes. oh, there's some hideous memories of that. He's referring, you know what he's referring to? Well, I remember 2010. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a field goal. It was a, the end of the end of the, your run not to get into the grand final. Yeah, well, but no, but oh. uh, Anasta's field goal got them ah, into that situation. Yes, yes, yes. I'm actually can be seen on the footage can you? Uh, as uh, Sean Kenny Dow is running towards that corner. I was sitting with my friend Neil Harris in that corner. And in fact, Neil Harris, rather than me, is very prominent in the footage. He's got his Balmain jersey on and he's just got his arms crossed and he's frowning mm-hmm. as Kenny Dow. This isn't... Uh, but you're referring to Benny Elias. I was referring to Benny Elias. Yeah. But is, is that the game where... Um, who was it that they, they got the ball? There was 40 seconds to go and they've got the ball back. They've got six to go and Bo Ryan <laughs> kicks the ball on the first tackle. <laughs> No, you're, you're, a touch. That was, you're, not, you're not thinking oh, of... That uh, was against the Dragons. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, to yeah, qualify yeah. for the grand final yeah, in yeah. that same playoff series. Was yeah. it by Ryan? I thought it was Benji. Uh, no, it, it no, didn't the end of the game. No, that was by Ryan. By Ryan, was, was Ryan, yeah. Oh, my God. An inexplicable yeah. first tackle. I was seeing Mr. Barry O'Farrell and family. Yeah. Oh, Death. Barry. Death. Field goals, Jamie Soward, of and course. And that's why he... What's the word for reeked? Ruck. Reeked? The lockout laws under the state. Yeah, in that moment, yeah. no, that's yeah, re- wreaked havoc. Wreaked havoc. Yeah, wreaked wrought, the he state wrought that havoc. One. He never got over it. Wrought revenge. Wrought yeah. revenge. Yeah. Uh, I can't complain about the refs' uh, penalty tries and uh, uh, Cummins failing to go to the video. Come on. Yeah, off the masters knock on. All very good for us. Now the Knights and the Storm. I mean, here that's... we are, 2019. People have been death riding the storm for years as the big five, I think they are, when you add them all up, of, uh, with the exception of Smith, moved on. Mm. Yet here they are sitting almost really isolated alone on a rocky outcrop at the top of the table. What's going on? Well, you know that rugby league's in a very bad state, don't you? 
with the storm it's on top of the ladder. Very bad state. It's, it's been it's been in a bad state for uh, like 50, one and a half decades. It's very hard for us to sell this code I, I, in I, a podcast. It's it's almost to the point where we're just going to have to draw, sort of draw a discreet curtain across and shoot yeah. the old thing, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> because it's winning too Which much. Which old thing are we talking about here? Well, the game. It's the storm. <laughs> the game itself, we can't. Yeah. We can't. We can't stop the storm. Like we were able to stop the um, the virus that was St George in the sixties. Oh, oh, that's yes, hideous. Yes, yes, never before, and never and again. So they made a limited tackle. They made sure. It was never again. We, we haven't been well, able exactly, to... Chris. My point is exactly what are we going to do about it? what? What is Peter B to your mate and hello Todd, you yeah, know, yeah. and the Whisperer, you know, etc. Said to the crew, <laughs> what are they going to do about this, buddy? It is, it is a disease, isn't it? Well, Smith will refuses. He refuses to retire oh. because they haven't given him enough uh, testimonial dinners. That's right. He's got an order of Australia, but it's not enough for him. Mm. Yeah, there's no, nothing exciting retire. about seeing them at the top of the ladder. Nothing um, at all. There was a little bit of excitement to see the Panthers beat the Rabbits, of course, as the Rabbits slumped <laughs> to three in a row and Redford and Pat. Oh, and, and this is without any bird's eye, right? There was absolutely... One bird's eye, was there? No, I thought there were no bird's eye on the field at all. Yeah. I thought it was without bird's eye. Were they at the chicken shop? And <laughs> Redford? He's at Redford. Pat's, Pat's now counting. It didn't open over the weekend. Yeah. Can you imagine paying your money yeah. to go see the South Sydney Rabbitohs, which is hard to imagine to begin with, mm. but as a punter walking in and then no bird's eye? I mean, you, I know. We, that, I know. Under the terms where was this at, by the way? ANZ. Oh God, yeah. really? <laughs> it was, did they did they crack the ten or was it like no. eight? And, no. And did the Roosters mm. crack the ten? Uh, no, eight. <laughs> they didn't even pretend. Eight. They didn't even pretend to, yeah. and they Man, clearly they, didn't. They are ashamed. They're, they're, they're pox on the code too, aren't they? For that sort of behaviour. There's no doubt about yeah. it. I mean, one would imagine under the terms and conditions you could get your money back. Yeah. If you went to the no, box office. Sack of atmosphere. I came to yeah. see a bird <laughs> Yeah, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not, not the roosters and some atmosphere. Yeah. Now, th- th- that would put the NRL to the test, wouldn't it? Mm. If, if it said if there was an atmosphere clause, mm. yes. then they're responsible. Because let's face it, the SCG is proving itself continuously to not be fit for purpose. Yeah. Like, it's way too yeah, big yeah. for roosters games. Yeah. I, I, and it will be hopeless come the grand well, final because no one will be able to get a ticket. I think the only time it actually worked was when the mighty St. George were winning 11 in a row, Chris. Yeah. And there were 70,000 people and they were sitting on the roofs. Every, yeah. every Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock and there they were. There, there's, an, there's an incredible yeah. trivia question. Sadly, it's right. That uh, your St. George Dragons mm-hmm. so, sounds so much better than St. George Illawarra Dragons, Why does that? Well, because, it, <laughs> it, it, I don't know, it seems like a manufactured See, concept like by, the West yes, It makes them human. And you know what? That does bother me when I saw uh, a, a reference to West Tigers Established 1999 or whatever it was. Yeah, 2000. That is that that is just bullshit. No, it's not. It is. What, there it is. The first swear word on more fired up. <laughs> Stephen Ferris is more fired up. I call bullshit. No, St George Illawarra <laughs> established 1999. Mate, you don't wipe history out just because you decided to merge two entities together. The, yeah, you, you do. Combine you just the numbers. Did. No, you do not. <laughs> you combine the numbers. So, so oh, suddenly we don't exist. No, forget it. But there is that great bit of trivia that, that your team did not lose at Cogger Oval for a span of about four to five years, mm. simply because it was match of the round virtually every weekend, and so hence they playing there. It, uh, at the cricket ground. <laughs> What a great way to defend a fortress. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. turn up. Just don't turn up. We don't play there anymore. <laughs> Take the battle elsewhere. Uh, um, can I talk about Eels and Broncos? Yes. Can, can, we just, can we just point out uh, that, uh, that the fortress, isn't someone else overtaking the fortress? At, yes, Brook, at Cougra? Yeah, yeah. That, uh, how do you feel? Are you dealing with that? Is that oh, uh, yeah. We talked about that last Friday. Yeah, nothing Ooh. would surprise us. And it, yeah, what, yeah, Cronulla. The treachery. Cronulla, the, the treachery yeah, of yeah. Cronulla. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I what happens is if, it's, if we're playing them, it's their home game. Yeah. In I, our ground. I'll tell you what would happen. I'm going to buy a couple of tickets and invite you and see if you, <laughs> God, <laughs> see if you turn up. <laughs> that is not right. And then and you'd be thumbing your nose at me if you refuse my invitation. We'd be over the hill, right? Yeah, on the corner of the hill. <laughs> um. Eels, we were talking about fortresses. Brad Arthur is a 
employed a full-time psychologist to work with his team now because they've got a split personality. <laughs> yeah. They're the Bankwest Eels. And the Eels. And the Eels. Elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> because... Can I use an expression that I invented and have trademarked? Yeah. Please. They grow another leg when they play at Bankwest. No oh, way. They do, don't they? Really? Was it you that made that up? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Anthony Seabold yeah. accused his players of having their heads already in rep round. There's oh, a man in trouble, right? That's just an excuse, There's isn't it? There's a man in deep trouble. <laughs> well, it is an excuse, but he's kind of right. Yeah. And I think there was a you bit think- of that over the weekend. I think there was a fair bit of that over the weekend of uh, players having their... Heads I, in I, origin. I, sorry, coach. My head was in Fiji, Fiji versus Lebanon. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how the coach has only turned on the players, though, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's it, it, normally they're sort of getting in and behind them, yeah, but that yeah. just seemed like a yeah. bit churlish. Yeah, yeah. I, I did see a marvelous meme on the weekend, uh, and again, it's right a chip on the shoulder, where Ricky has said, "Oh, yeah, you, you got to have some internationals. You got to have some reps. You got to have some rep players." Every single Raider right now. In the, is a, a rep player. We have three a, 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 on the starting 13. So apart from the bench, everyone is a rep player. Is that everyone right? plays for either New South Wales or Queensland or the Cook Islands or England yeah. or Tonga yeah. or New Zealand. Wow. Except for Jared Croker. Oh, wow. Really? He's never played rep football. He's the only one who doesn't have a rep player. I think he played. I think he might have played country origin. Mm. Right. Um, Which really you know, is a rep football. Well, it's been dis- disbanded. Yep. Yeah, so there you go. How did we get back to Canberra? How do we do that? All roads lead there. All the roundabouts point to it. Uh, See, we do talk about Canberra. Faded Rugby League scribe Buzz Rothfield described the worst play of the weekend as the Broncos uh, taking a kick for goal Mm. when they were awarded a penalty just before half-time, trailing 26-0. Yes. And and Jermaine Jermaine Asako proceeded to miss it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Now, let's turn to the the tough stuff, shall we? Mm -hmm. Yesterday. Mm Mm-hmm. 2 p.m. Lotto Land. Mm -hmm. Manly versus St. George. I'm going to say to you, I'm going to be as honest as I can. When I saw, when it got to 63% possession for Manly, and I do believe that it was all those decisions that don't go your way, you should be strong enough to stand up to that shit, mm. which we did. A there it is again. He really wow. is fired up. I'm happy, right? It's a triple. I'm sick. It's in a vivid. The team lost badly. <laughs> You're in a slump. I want to sack Mary. You know, if he, if he, if he outsees this shit to attack, if he sees out his four years, it'll be the longest St. George coach ever. I mean, really? <laughs> well, Mary. Anyway, so there, there we were with Cameron McGuinness taken off with a, you know, stupid head. HIA, what it's called. Yep. Um, and we were, had no possession and we should have taken control and we didn't. So there you go. That's why I say, I asked the question, why should those guys be in state of origin yet they can't pull the Dragons out of that sort of hole? You're referring, of course, to Vaughan, Frizzell, yeah, yeah. Frizzell yeah. and Sims, half, Sims yeah. half your pack are yeah, and ben Hunt. quality. And Ben Hunt. Yeah, but that, oh, Ben Hunt, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you mean the actual one? You weren't, you weren't swearing there. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, Mary's not playing. It's a Ben Hunt of a situation. <laughs> like tell you, it's me, you know. well, uh, well, Mary, of course, has gone the Seabell road. He's gone your uh, guys. Yeah. And he said... Unbelievable. And this sounds like me recovering from some recent surgery. He said that the boys want the easy before the hard. Oh. What does that mean? Wow. Just give me Bellamy for a year, okay? And <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Now, hang on. Well, you've already had Bennett for a year, and what happened? We won. Yeah. yeah. Well, correct. Yes, correct. And let's let's. This is actually something that I um are very excited that you've brought this up because Chris's it, hands are flapping. By yeah, the way, because it occurs they to me that this, there's no doubt that across the 300 odd people playing first grade rugby league that there's there's an upper echelon, right? That there's an elite level, right? But even more scarce than the elite level rugby league players are rugby league coaches, right? Yep. So there's only like three. There's, right. There's obviously there's, there's um, Super Coach Bennett. Bellamy, Bennett, and Stewart. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say Robbo. Right. Riff and Pat pointed out, by the way, the revised origin format, the architect of that, Wayne uh, Bennett. Yeah. 
If they have a salary cap to regulate the distribution of the elite players around the league, why not with the coaches? As rotation well? policy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, what's that thing called in the AFL? That the draft. Draft. But they don't draft if you the win, coaches. You have to go to the bottom of the queue, right? They so, don't draft the coaches. But you think that you think the coaches yes. should be in the draft? Yeah. Yes. Wouldn't that be the exciting? bottom, the yeah. bottom of the ladder gets Bellamy yes. next year. Yes. So imagine <laughs> the teams tanking. Imagine yeah. how much the Tigers would be losing by the, the Bulldogs like would be up for <laughs> Bellamy would be the Bulldogs straight up. Can you imagine the, the disappointment? You <laughs> the team paid yeah. to the storm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that, it'd be a big show on Fox League. Vonnie would be uh, uh, in her element, it, right? And then the announcer would go. And with the first pick in the draft, the Canterbury Bulldogs select Garth Brennan. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> but the chance that you could yeah, get yeah, Robbo yeah. in your yeah, team, yeah, 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 yeah. because equalisation is what it's meant to be all about. It's a beautiful set of the karma there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I like this yeah. idea. Can you imagine the panic on Bellamy's face when he goes for another grand final? <laughs> I don't want to win. <laughs> They're tanking. Yeah, now, Tommy yeah, Turbo. The tank. T- Tommy Turbo gave the hamstrings a will workout, yeah, and of course he credited the player whisperer Joe Weeby. Is there another player whisperer? whisperer? We we talked about Joe Weeby before. You know, he was in a cabal with Isaac Moses, the player agent. They've fallen apart. But Weeby has the heirs of the likes of Tedesco and so forth. And you just ring Joe up, as uh, Kevy would ring up Bradley, and just go... Whisper. What have I got to do? Whisper to me. Yeah, whisper to me, Joe. Sweet, five and a half grand an hour? Is, you know, how, how much is Joe Weeby per yeah. hour and, Well, for, I, for a whisper? Yeah, yeah, I think... Is there GST on top too? Well, I mean, again, probably he's slightly less expensive because there are more players that you know, can actually have a bit of elasticity right. in his yes, price. Yes. But he would you know, whisper aphorisms to them like uh, Jamal Udris once said, it's a simple game played by idiots. Yes. And when Tommy Turbo hears those words, yeah. he's comforted yeah. and he's cosseted and he's tearing man, uh, St. George's Do you find that Tommy Turbo, that, I know that one calls him that, that, that sounds like a very cute name or an affectionate name. A little bit like DC that he's an odd fish. Doesn't really fit. He doesn't fit the manly stereotype. Doesn't fit the footy stereotype. He does. Does he? Yeah, no, I, I, he fits I, the manly. He's, yeah. he's got the blonde hair, stompy wumpy surfer boy, which I know is Cronulla, yeah. but, but he's, he's got that look. I, I, and I feel the Travoyevich is a yeah. uh, peninsula. Uh, yeah, very blood. much. Right, very yeah. much. The, the, the blonde hair, the surf, the, the, everything about him. I tell you what, there's a bloke I saw like yesterday, because we should have a, an episode just on funny names in rugby league, right? Right. Like, you know, where does Cooper Cronk come from, really? Kate you know, Cust. Cade Cust. I only just say, who, who names a kid if they're Cust or Cade? I mean, really? And the ears on the kid. <laughs> Have you seen them? They look like my father's school day photos. You know, they've all got the big ears. <laughs> he looks really weird. Whereas uh, someone who's played a bit this year, and I agree with what Matty John said, his name was Ray Stone. And he goes, that's a good rugby league name. That is a good name. Because that takes you right back to right. St. George in the 70s. Yeah, so. yeah, Ray Stone. Uh, it's like Jack Royston, Royston, Royston Lightning. Royston Lightning's a great name. Is, that, was, is that his name? That was, yeah. Yeah, he played for the oh, Reds. There's also man. Roddy. Jensen, yeah. Roddy Jensen, who, who I always wanted to see where Rod Jensen has taken an intercept and run the length. Oh, the Jensen, Jensen interceptor. interceptor. How good would that be? What a great be? car. What that wasn't one of We love that car. Yeah. Except those curved back windshields are yes, so expensive. Yes. Josh Mance will look like Abbas Miski. He's been playing <laughs> Can for we do this fire up this we, week? We'll do it. We'll Funny Names in Rugby League. So you fire up, yeah. 9 o'clock yeah. Fridays, yeah. 94.5 FM in Sydney. Funny Names in Rugby League. Funny Names in Rugby League. better. Sorry, 9.20 AM. <laughs> I keep getting that wrong. <laughs> uh, we talk about names. This is where we're uh, heading uh, to the end of this particular episode. The hi- highly hyphenated Bulldogs, Bulldogs got yeah. beaten by the previously hyphenated Roosters. Roosters. And um, Dallin Wattini Zalesniak, one of those hyphenated players, <laughs> got a black eye mm. deluxe. Mm. 
which is surely a metaphor for anyone who decides to jump ship mid-season and join the Bulldogs. Yes, but it's it was just a big black eye. But the, the black but, eye was caused by there was he was making a tackle. His head was in the vicinity of a Bulldogs of a Roosters player's head, and Dylan Napa yeah. came past and smacked, like kicked his head quite accidentally with his own but, head. But it is his go. No, he kicked his head. He, yeah. Dylan Napa kicked Dylan Watney's Lansley axe. Head yeah, yeah. into someone else's, and that was what made the impact. But, and it was instant. It was he stood up, and there was an apple boom over the top of his but face. It leads, of course, to that question, which we're all waiting for. That sort of like end of end of year, end of times, end of life sort of scenario where the hyphenates breed with the hyphenates, and then what do we do? Oh, you've got the four ways. You've got the quadruple. Yeah. The, so you're saying a hyphenated hyphen. person forms a relationship Breeds with another, with another hyphenated, hyphenated person. Wow. Now, what do the kiddies do then? That's exactly yeah. what Israel Folau is preaching that's against. That's where we're heading, right? That's, that's his main concern. <laughs> Homosexuality, gender, gender fluidity, <laughs> and hyphenation. No. And uh, triple Dylan, hyphenation. As you know, I love a headline. Dylan Napa in the reports today about the uh, Bulldogs Roosters result. The headline was, Dylan Napa, I'm sick of being a loser. <laughs> Good luck, he's going to be sick for a long time. Hey, hasn't he got a haircut like Herman Munster where the hair goes over the front and then drops down over the <laughs> over like, forehead? Like the old bullnose veranda. Yeah. Boom, you know, yeah. you don't I, know what to do with it. I always wonder if Cameron Munster has ever seen Herman the Munster, you know. <laughs> Six drops of Essence of Terror, five drops yeah. of Sinister no, Sauce. Show, and now it? for the touch of tenderness, but I must only use a touch because if I use more than a touch of tenderness, he might destroy me, oops, too much or whatever. Um, just thinking. Now... We're at the end, yep. but it is rep round. I yep. mean, Dylan Napa, you've already said, will be a loser again over again. in Perth. And you, you've got to deliver. I've given you the tip that yeah. the song is, they've moved on from Imagine Dragons. And now, what's the song yes, that I, I sent you? Yes, I wrote it down. Do you oh, remember? Oh, it was Freddie's song, right? Must have been a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Steve it, Miller Band. It. It's, a 30, it's a 30 Seconds to Mars song, I think. That's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. And, and we've got... Go West. Yes. And then we need an East song to come back to. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> uh, rep round. So we'll have Women's Origin. I'm North Sydney Oval. Anyone want to join me? I want to go. Or I can't. You can't? Yeah. You're away, of course. Let me check my calendar. When is it? It's on Friday. Uh, Redfern Pat. DJing mm. on Friday. Gee, you know what? I might be able to. Why don't we? We might catch up with Mary Kay while we're out there. How's that? Sound? The elusive Mary Kay. That sounds good. Mm. All yeah. right, Dennis and I will be at uh, North Sydney Oval. What else we have? On got- Friday. Yes. That's I've fantastic. Got- Terrific. We've got Samoa. Oh, no, it's Friday night. I'm thinking oh. Friday daytime. No. <laughs> Confetti is playing. Path, Confetti's you know. playing 70s disco at St. Mary's Leagues Club. Oh, wow. So um, from one Mary to the other. Go West. Uh, there you go. Yes, well, indeed. Uh, and I'm not putting my hand up for this because I've got too much on, but Samoa versus Papua New Guinea and Fiji Lebanon at Leichhardt Oval on Saturday. Wow. And New Zealand v Tonga. Across the ditch. Oh, that'll be huge. That'll be fantastic. That'll be huge. I mean, set your record. They could outgun the, uh, the origin. Yep. Mm. And we have a game in Perth. Right. Uh, Pat, thank you for your assistance today. Uh, Dennis, Stephen, mm-hmm. two of our teams got up on the weekend. That's a reasonable result. That's a great result. Yeah. The only one was Dragons, so no one cares. Yeah. You've been on More Fired Up, the Diamantina Podcast Network. Woo-hoo. Join us at Fire Up on Friday for interesting names in rugby league.